yeah, I have a ba- I have a young baby in the house, and as opposed to an old baby, as opposed to an old baby, <laughs> you know, when they're you know 14 years old and they're still in the crib, it just gets complicated. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get stuff done, and finally start loving Monday with your hosts Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Happy Monday, Courtney. Yep, it's another one. It's going to be a great one because <laughs> we love Mondays around here. We love them. That's right. Today, we are talking about something that really hits home with me. If you're someone who has downloaded an app for every thing in your life, you will love this episode. It's like every part of your life has a different system. Like at home, you've got like a, a family calendar and you've got a way that you're checking off all the family obligations and then you got a project management tool at work and then you've got maybe you teach a different thing outside of your profession and you've got a whole nother system that you use for that it's it's kind of mind-boggling that anybody can keep up with all that for sure and what we're talking about today is going to help you when you feel like you know what I'm running behind or the important things aren't getting done. I don't know if I'm even hitting my goals, really. Uh, That internal feeling, even if you're not showing up late to meetings, maybe you feel like you're just late. And then you you show up for like your most important meetings, which you should enjoy, but you actually like you dread it. Like deep down, you're like at this feeling like because you mm. feel like people when you feel like you're always at a deficit. Interacting with people can be more tense. Being pulled into a meeting is not fun because yeah. you're like, I, I, can I can I afford this time? I don't, I don't know if I can. And what we're talking about today is going to absolutely help you. We're talking about a formula for success that's going to change that. We call it the goal achievement formula. And what it is, it's a system that ties it all together. So instead of having a bunch of different spinning plates, a bunch of different apps for this and that, everything that's going to move your life, your work, your family, your health, all the different domains of life can function and thrive in this one singular system. I'm ready for this one. Absolutely. So before we get into it, we want to say thank you. Thank you for joining us. We really don't take that for granted. If you've never listened to us before, we both work at Michael Hyatt and Company. We're committed to helping people get what we call the double win where they're winning at work, succeeding at life. But we're not the only two people here. You heard a voice in the beginning, and you're like, whoa, how can I hear more of that guy? We call him Verbs. Say hello to Mike Boyer. Thank you, Blake. Thank you, Courtney. How's your Monday going anyway? Ah, it's great. I got my weekly big three ready to go. about to crush it. So one thing I did want to remind our listeners, you can always plug in a little bit deeper in the Full Focus Planner community Right there on Facebook, all you have to do is give it a search in Facebook itself and you can find lots of conversation, tips, ideas, hacks from people just like yourself that are wanting to use the planner to the maximum capacity. Check us out there and remember the hashtag is focus on this podcast to share on social media as well. So we teased that the success formula for goal achievement sounded a little hokey. Success formula, hey! (laughs) But it's actually ingenious. Michael Hyatt created this system, um, and it's embedded in the Full Focus Planner, but you don't need a planner to be able to use this. It'll help you, but you don't have to do that. So it's all about clarity, focus, and daily action. You need a golden thread that's going to pull all of these spinning plates, these life domains, into a single system. Like any good formula, this one has some specific elements, so we are going to walk through those with you now. Courtney. Element one is start with clear goals. 
right now I'm going to say you're going to have to think about goals differently. It's going to have to start with clarity. Uh, vague goals are just unachievable. Like there's no outcome. So for example, a really terrible goal would be to be fit. I mean, it's a good goal, right? I, I want to be fit. We should all be healthy. <laughs> but what is what is that? Even to be healthy, that is such a vague goal. I don't know where to start to be healthy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't tell me any way to take action on that goal or what the ultimate outcome is. Exactly. So you've got to be clear and specific about what you want to do. And, you know, maybe this, you feel like, hey, well, that's easy with work. Maybe someone's giving those goals to you. But you've also got to extend that to the other life domains, right? So with your family, oh, we want to have a happy marriage. Well, what does that mean? Talk with your spouse about, well, what would be a goal? How could we make that more clear? Because the reason it's, you know, you get caught or you feel out of control is because you don't start with a clear goal. You don't start yeah. with that clarity. And and I think a good example of that would be, okay, figuring out with your spouse, hey, the way that we could have a healthy marriage would be, let's go on a date night once a week. And that becomes your goal. Make it so crystal clear Did that you, you can get win. get into my planner? That's literally, Maybe. so my wife and I had a baby earlier this year. And, you know, if you've, if you've been in that season of life, it takes a toll on your sleep, right. on your calendar. It's hard to get out of the house. And one of my big goals for this quarter was I want to reestablish a weekly date night. That's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. Is it Lo- going well? Love you, Lanes. And yes, I did hit that goal, by the way. All right. Quickly to element number two, multiply by daily action. You have to tie your daily action to your most important projects. This is the big three at work. That's right, the big three. We actually have a podcast dedicated to this concept. So go back and listen to that podcast. It's about setting a daily big three that makes sure that your goals are being translated to what you're actually doing every day, to your day-to-day to-do list. Yeah, so element one, start with clear goals. Element two, multiply by daily action. Element three is divide by regular review. You have to stop and assess. And I'm really, I struggle with this one. Before I was using the planner, I could not do it. When I got the planner, like you said, it's like the system in a physical tool and it totally Mm -hmm. changed the game. Exactly. Regular review is a huge one. Uh, Not too long ago, we were in Atlanta. We had a meetup of planner users and they were sharing, you know, oh gosh, like how do I know you know, if I'm really setting a good weekly big three, or how do I know if my daily big three is correct? Am I doing the right things? And what I asked them was, well, are you doing a regular review? And they said, well, you know, sometimes. And and you know what? That's the key. Yep. That's when you know, am I setting the right daily big three? Am I setting the right weekly big three? Because the review time gives you space to, re- to review, to go what worked, what didn't work, what would have made it better, How could I do things differently moving forward? Yeah, and I know both of us are big believers in actually scheduling that time of when you're going to do that review because it's one of those things, if you don't schedule it, it's not likely that you're going to take the time to do it. Sure, it's really important, and we'll actually have a a whole episode dedicated to that because it's a huge topic, the weekly review. Element four, subtract time for intentional rejuvenation. Energy matters more than time. Drop the mic. That's all right. I, I feel like I need to just have someone say that to me every day. If you're rested, <laughs> actually, I need them to say I'll that to me. I'll ping you on Slack. I mean, you're a whole person. We all of us are whole people. And all these areas of our lives, they impact each other. And so if we act like they're totally separate, that's just a recipe for disaster. Exactly. Just think about 
you know, in our culture, I think hustle and how busy you are can be a badge of honor, you oh, know, but yes, yeah. That's a like, good oh, point. well my weekend, you know, I had to work and, oh, oh, so and so, busy. I'm so busy. Cause you stressed. associate that with like importance, but oh. actually think about, well, what's really important to you and, you know, friendships, getting rest, having fun, you know, those things are, are really, really powerful. So often you can get caught up in just doing the next thing. Like, for instance, what it looks like for me in real life is I caught myself walking home. I walk to work. It's pretty sweet. But I was walking walking home. On my way home from work, I'll listen to audiobooks because I'm thinking, well, yeah, I want to learn more and just maximize this time I have before I'm home. And sometimes I just, I notice I feel tired or I feel antsy. And I I stopped on the way home from work yesterday. And I was going, why am I, why do I feel like I have to continue to learn, to continue to maximize? Because I just feel tired and I don't know that I'm even using this stuff. What's it all for? Well, eventually I hope that I can just rest. And so in that moment, I was like, well, why don't I just rest? And so I just put on some music instead, put on Chance the Rapper's new album. And I was like, man, I, and I came home and my, I was happier when I got home. My wife was happy to see me. Um, and the people on the street got to see my ridiculous dance moves as I, <laughs> as I walked home from work. You know what I love about your example? A lot of times we think that intentional rejuvenation has to be like a big thing. Like I gotta go to get a massage or I gotta, you know, go for a weekend. I gotta go for a vacation. And actually it could just mean I'm going to go take a walk. I actually park further away from our office just to have like a moment of like my thoughts by myself before I get into the office. And mm-hmm. that's rejuvenation. Like that's time for myself. Our final element here in this goal achievement formula is to add powerful rituals. I am a huge fan of this stuff. This, man, this one is so, so important. Do you have any rituals? Oh, yeah. I actually, you know, I use a morning ritual and a workday shutdown ritual every day. And I'm a huge believer in those tools. Well, t- share some things. What's what's one of the things in your in your morning ritual? Yeah. So I get up. Mine changes from time to time. Mm-hmm. I used to actually get up every morning at four fifty and run with my neighbor. And I'm already tired. <laughs> no, exactly. Just actually, I read a book called The Power of When, um, and actually shifted it back an hour and changed my ritual completely. So we don't start now until almost six o'clock. And so we go run. Wow, what a slacker. I know, right? (laughs) All the high achievers. (laughs) Yeah, so we go run every day together. And then I come back in, get totally ready before my daughter wakes up at 7. And so I have this really dedicated time from 7 to 8 when we leave. That's just us. It's just our family. It's a very sweet time. And as a working mom, I feel like it's really important to have that intentional time set aside so that I feel successful in both being a mom to my daughter and wife to my husband, but also in my career. And I acknowledge a lot of people may not have the time to dedicate, you know, to family time in the morning. All of our situations are different. I think the important thing is to set up the game that you want to play, you know, set up, be intentional about the ritual and the things that are most important for you as you build that. Exactly. And you know, if you've never been intentional about rituals, Michael has a tool. I've used rituals for years, but I recognized I'm in a new season as a dad. My morning ritual, I was like, wouldn't that be nice? I, I like have forgotten what I did. And so I downloaded this because free tool. Because you have a baby in the house. Yeah, I have a, ba- I have a young baby in the house. Um, 
And as opposed to an old baby, as opposed to an old baby, <laughs> you know, when they're, you know, 14 years old and they're still in the crib, it just gets complicated. It does, so yeah. our baby is still pretty young. That joke wasn't funny. You can get that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love when you have bad jokes. It yeah. makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy to be here. So if you don't have a ritual yet, uh, I'd encourage you to get started small. The temptation with a ritual, especially when you hear an amazing one like you just shared, Courtney, is to go, oh, that's amazing. Like, what I want to do is I'm going to run five miles every day. I'm going to get up super early and make all these huge changes. Maybe that works for a day or two, but man, it it, it gets tough on day three, day four, week two, and then it, you can kind of just burn out. Michael actually has, Michael Hyatt, uh, has an amazing tool that's super simple that makes getting started with a ritual very easy. We'll drop this a link in the community, the Full Focus Planner community. I've used rituals for years and I actually just pulled this tool out recently because, you know, when you have a big life season change, your rituals can kind of get a little uh, messed up. For me, I had a baby not too long ago and so my mornings look different, my nights look different. Uh, so I, I actually pulled out that tool and I just assess what I was doing and I went through it and it helped me make a couple of small changes, literally just 10 minute changes that have made a huge difference for me in the past week. So that tool that Michael has is called the build your own ritual kit and it's great. Yeah. I think the important thing for people to take away from this is it doesn't have to be huge. We're talking about small intentional things and they change. You're not married to this ritual forever. And I know uh, Michael actually, I've heard it mentioned before that a lot of it is just listing down what you're already doing and giving it a place, you know, in that time of the day. Um, so for a lot of folks, that might be just a good place to start is what am I already doing on a daily basis exactly. that I can uh, implement into this, this uh, formulated ritual. So Exactly. I'll get, I mean, I'll just share just to put this in context. For me, it was I would wake up either when my baby started crying or maybe I wake up early and I would just pick up my phone and I'd scroll through Instagram or I'd check my email. And that didn't make me feel peaceful or excited for the day. That's what I learned when I was going through the tools. Like, well, that's honestly what I do for probably five minutes. And so I just replaced that. And I, I, I recorded a little affirmation of things that I wanted to, you know, feel like it'd be like. And so when I would go, I pick up my phone, I kept that as the same thing, but I just hit play on that affirmation and just listened to that for five minutes. And then I'm like, oh, I don't want to check Instagram. I want to get up and, you know. Uh, spend time with my baby girl, get ready for the day. It's a small change, but it made a huge difference. Yeah. That's how rituals work. So let's review those elements. It's clear goals, daily actions, regular review, intentional rejuvenation, powerful rituals. Here's what you can expect from following this formula. You're going to be more productive right away. So just that small change that you made from scrolling Instagram to like listening to something that was affirming. Gosh, that had to make you more productive that day. Absolutely. I mean, it, and by productive, sometimes we think of just checking the box. You be, you're more productive when you're happier. You're more productive when you feel more peaceful. You're more productive when you get in less disagreements with your spouse because you're in a bad mood because you're not getting enough done, right? Oh, so good. Another thing is you're finally going to feel in control of your work. That is the worst feeling when you end the day and you're like, I don't know what just happened today. Something happened. I don't know how it happened. It wasn't <laughs> what I wanted to happen. But something happened today, and it happened to me. That seemed a little too real. <laughs> um, exactly. And, you know, finally, and I kind of mentioned this already, but you're going to see a spillover effect when you follow this formula. It's, 
it'll maybe start at work, but pretty soon it's going to show up in your home life. It'll show up in your personal health, uh, your view of yourself. Um, spiritually, I think it shows up there too. It really affects every area of your life. This singular system, that's kind of what it's about. It's how can we bring all these life domains together into one system that we can feel good about? It's what I hear from Full Focus Planner users over and over and over again is that their significant others and their most important relationships, people notice. They notice when they're doing these things. So speaking of how this works in real life and people using the planner, we're about to talk to somebody who is using the planner and going to share with us what they do. Exactly. But before that, let's go over to Verbs. What do you have for us today? Thank you, Blake. Just again, a reminder for everybody to share this podcast with a friend. And if you know someone who wants to be more productive, share this episode on social media with the hashtag focus on this podcast and be sure to tag all your friends so they can be encouraged in that. Also, don't forget to check out the Facebook community dedicated to productivity and using the planner. Just search for full focus planner community right there on Facebook. And now let's get to our guest, T. Lusk. Hello, this is T. T. Thanks so much for joining us on the Focus on This podcast. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. It's a, a huge honor. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, where are you from, T? Uh, originally from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, uh, but now I live in um, Spring Hill, Franklin, Tennessee. Oh, fantastic. That's awesome. That's not, not too, too far. far away. Hey, so yeah, T, absolutely. we're talking about the Full Focus Planner, and we'd love to know how you got started using the planner. Yeah, so um, I, I don't remember what year it was when when the planner came out, but I, I've really kind of been following uh, either blog or podcast, uh, just kind of Michael Hyatt over uh, for a long time. I, I feel like at least ten or twelve years, and so I feel like I was in that first crop of folks who got them. Uh, if, if not the very first and probably the second quarter that they launched them, uh, I, I jumped in. So I've I've been in from the very almost the very beginning. That's impressive. That's awesome. I love I love hearing from like founding <laughs> members of the full focus planner yeah. community. See, I I was also a, a Michael Hyatt fan for a while, and when they launched the planner, I was like, a physical planner? Are you kidding me? That doesn't sound like Michael uh, Hyatt. I have so many digital tools, but T, you jumped in right away. What I mean, what was going on in your world that made you want to get the planner first of all, and what what have you liked about it since using it? Uh, I've, I've always enjoyed just kind of writing lists and doing that kind of thing. I, I do like the digital aspects of, of just being able to keep track and like mind dumping and that kind of deal. But but there was something special about being able to kind of sit down and, and cross it off the list physically. Um, so that was attractive. But there was the other parts and pieces of it, um, kind of being able to go through the, the gold setting and having that in a, in a regular space where I was looking at it week in and week out or or day to day, you know, kind of flipping back and looking at my goals for the day. So just having it in one spot just felt like the best place and and kind of the best way to increase productivity, just kind of keep me on track. I'm hyper ADD. So like uh, anything that can kind of help that, I think was, uh, I was going to buy into. So, um, and and I just, I I love, I, I love the, again, just being able to write it out, just the physical nature of being able to write it out and, I love all the parts and pieces of being able to do the weekend review or the week weekly reviews and, and those kind of things and the transitioning from the, uh, the weekend optimizer and that kind of stuff in the early editions to now, like even that was, uh, when I first adopted, I fill it all out. 
So it was just exciting just to kind of just try to capitalize on all the pieces and parts that were put together there. T, I'm really curious to know, because it sounds like you've used a whole bunch of pieces of the planner, which I love. You're a founding member. I would be surprised if you hadn't. <laughs> but do you use the daily rituals? I do. I, I don't, I, I haven't, I, I've looked back at my planner this morning. I haven't actually transitioned my, like writing those down this quarter, but I do, I, you know, that was uh, a part of that first, that first run with that. And, and just kind of listening to, to Megan and Michael talk about their, their, their daily rituals and whatnot. So, but yeah, I, I'm, I, I've scripted out even that morning, that morning ritual, like this is what time I, I do this part of it, you know, like my quiet time and meditation, those kind of things. It's all a part of that early morning run and then the morning ritual. And then that startup ritual is, is pretty scripted uh, on, a, on a daily basis, without a doubt. Yeah, you bring up a good point. And I think as you get your rituals built, if they're staying the same, they really become habit, which is what you want. Yeah. You know, it's just part of what you do day in and day out. Yeah. Do you use the planner you know, what we were talking about today was just how the planner kind of represents a singular system for all of life's domains. Do you use the planner just for work, just for personal stuff, or is it kind of a hybrid of everything? How do you, how do you use it? How does that interface with your life? I script my goals uh, out in the beginning of the year, uh, and and they're a mixture of personal and and professional. So everything is kind of included in there, like date nights once a month. Like that's a part of my goals. Uh, it, for this year, just because we had fallen off the wagon with that. So that, that's something that we've put in. And so it, it, it encompasses all of those things. And on the daily snapshot, man, it, it really is. There's all kinds of stuff that's there. I mean, I take notes of meetings and uh, everything that's happening from family meetings to meetings that are happening and, you know, appointments that are related to my job. That, that's all listed in the schedule. And one of the, one of the things that just listening to different folks and, and, and Michael and, um, and other folks that just kind of talk about this, that daily gratitude, just being thankful early, I think, and when I, when I went through best year ever years ago just being thankful. And so that's been a ritual for a number of years is just kind of writing one thing that I'm thankful for every day on that page on my notes side of the page. So, I mean, it's really all encompassing, encompassing. I write prayer requests and that kind of stuff on those note pages. So it's a snapshot of life as a whole, not just professionally. I love that in a daily ritual, taking time for gratitude. That's an awesome one. I'd be curious to know, T, what have been some of the results. I mean, some of them, it sounds like since all of your life is there, some of them may not be like, oh, we hit this revenue goal or something. It may just be a qualitative, you know, state of your marriage or state of your spiritual life. But could you point to any results that you've seen as you've been incorporating rituals and these different aspects of the planner system into your life? Yeah. I I mean, I think it's just the obvious basic of just staying on task and remembering what's important on a daily basis, uh, really kind of capturing those, those top three and and making sure that that's what I'm spending time on and focusing on. I I think, you know, I transitioned into a new job about a year and a half ago. It was really pivotal in just kind of making sure that ritually, like there's some of the things that were set in place, like that I didn't change those things. So foundationally kind of finding that norm, I I think that would be the, the best thing that I could say is that, that it was easy to find normal again because I already knew, even though I was in a different place, I knew the things that I needed to do on a daily basis to make sure that I was reaching my goals and, and taking care of uh, things. And so like that was, I would say the rituals have really helped me kind of stabilize in that year. But even out after that, just um, just knowing 
knowing that these are points of contact I want to make and reaching out to build relationships as a part of kind of the goals and stuff that I, that I set out and making contacts with folks. I would say those are my, my biggest wins on a, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, that's awesome. One of the questions I love to ask people is what hacks they have developed as part of using the planner. Like one, you know, spin on it. And you've already named one, which I loved, which was writing a piece of gratitude in your notes section every day. That's a great one. Do you have any other tips like that for other people? I don't know if this is what, what you're asking, but I, I try to make notes ahead. Like, so a couple of weeks, I go ahead and fill out the days for, you know, at, at least three or four weeks, just so that I can kind of go ahead and like write notes on, on a couple of days before uh, or three weeks from now, there's something I wanted to follow up. I, I, I go ahead and write those days out or, or mark the day so that I can make sure that I don't forget that because I've, I have fallen off of using a digital productivity system that really at all. So that's the only way I can make sure that I'm following up on things is, is just go ahead and mark the days and and then write something down on, you know, three weeks from now on that date. I guess that's a hack. I'm not sure if that is or not. Maybe everybody's doing that. No, (laughs) that's a great one. We had another user that shared that hack a couple of weeks ago and it was awesome. I loved that one. It seems kind of obvious, but I've never done that before. And I think I'm going to try it. T, thanks so much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks for sharing your story with us. Thank you for having me. It's been awesome. Thanks T. All right. Y'all have a great one. You as well. Bye. T is all in. I love that. Yeah. You know, he he has, you know, jumped in with both feet into the planner, which I think is the challenge. What we're talking about today is let's stop spinning so many different plates. Let's not try to keep 15 different apps running and tracking and in, in each domain having separate activities or ways to measure success. But let's actually bring it all together in a, in a singular system. And that simplicity, you know, it's not about the planner. Obviously, we talk about the planner constantly. Most people you listening have probably tried the planner or currently use the planner. You don't necessarily need the planner, but man, to have a singular system that's represented in that one tool is so helpful. Yeah, it was really, I think he had some really great tips and I think he portrayed really well what we're talking about today of, you know, not trying to juggle it all with all these different tools and different aspects of life with different systems like that is so overwhelming to even think about you know he's really got it down to one system and he's using his planner for that and you know what the result of that is that I picked up on I don't know if you noticed this the enjoyment of life is so connected to how well you can enjoy other people how well Mm -hmm. you can connect to others and the the planner is not about things the planner is about people it's about you getting to free up time and energy for the people and relationships that you care about the most Yeah, while you're hitting good. your goals. That's right. Thank you all for joining us on Focus on This. And thanks to our guest, T. So many great thoughts there. Absolutely. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. If you like this episode, if you like using the planner, share it with your friends. Use the hashtag Focus on This Podcast. So join us back here next Monday and we'll solve one of your biggest frustrations at work. Do you know what it is, Blake? I don't know. Tell me. We're going to tell you next week on Monday. (laughs) Next Monday. We're going to tell you next Monday. Until then, stay stay focused. It's a brand new day. Get going. You get the right stuff done. Focus on this. Focus on this. This episode of Focus on This has been brought to you by the new classic, executive, and bold full focus planners. Find out more at focusonthispodcast.com slash planner.